What's up, Daw Nation? My name is Wyatt Troy, and I want to welcome you to episode nine of Behind the Daw, where we interview music producers, artists, music industry experts, people of that nature on an emotional, philosophical, artistic, and music business basis. Uh, this is a companion podcast to our YouTube series, In the Daw, where we invite artists to come dissect their songs in real time. We've had people like AU5, Fox Stevenson, Said the Sky, Mode Step, Grabbits, a whole slew of other people. If you're interested in that, there's a link in the description that you can click on that to see all the episodes that we've done thus far. Also, there's a link for every Behind the Dot episode as well if you want to check that out. Three things really quick before I get into who we are interviewing this week. These three things I'm going to mention, they're all links in the description. The first link is the Patreon. Uh, in the Dot and Behind the Dot will always be free, but if you want to support us on Patreon for $1 a month and get access to private discord community of music producers thank you thank you for even thinking of that so go ahead and check that out uh, there's another link in the description for suggestions if you want to see a certain artist or music industry expert or producer or whoever come on the show go ahead and click that link and tell us all the people that you want to see come on uh, and then the final link is for private lessons if you want private lessons in electronic music production or social media marketing go ahead and check that out what do we got today who's the special guest today his name is scarlet you might know him by Big Jer or Jerry DeFilippo. I think I said his name right this time. I've, I've, I've said it wrong like 90% of the time. Anyways, he's a good guy. He was my favorite teacher at Icon Collective. This guy is so freaking smart. And then as we get into the interview, you'll understand why he's very creative. So what are some of the things that we're going to be talking about today? Unique branding, especially with creating a story around your brand. You look at some of the most powerful brands in the world and it's around a story like a continual story where you can fall into who the hero is, what's going on, plot twists, so on and so forth. I don't see it enough in our industry, and I'd love to see it more. That's one of the things we're going to be talking about. Another thing that we're going to be talking about is augmented reality and how we can utilize that in a live performance sense. See what I'm saying? You're performing up on stage, someone pulls up an app on their phone, they look at you and they see like monsters crawling around you or something, like something crazy like that. That's going to be super amazing when that technology is available to all of us. Also, we're going to talk about balancing work and social life. Man, come on. You know, every single person struggles with that. I probably struggle with it more than anyone else I know of. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. Also, if you like this episode or if you don't like this episode, please comment down in the subscription so that we can make this the best podcast possible for you. Please subscribe, repost, follow, you know, whatever is appropriate on the particular platform that you're listening on, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Deezer, YouTube, wherever you are, it just helps us know that what we're doing is legitimate for your needs. So with all that out of the way, and without further ado, I want to introduce you to Scarlet. So much to Jerry DeFlippo. Did I say it right this time? Uh, DeFlippo, yeah, it's close enough. So close. Okay, DeFlippo. DeFlippo. Uh, I'm gonna get it one time. You're to probably Jerry. closer than I am. I, I probably <laughs> Americanized it. You know. <laughs> I just want to give a big thanks to Jerry for coming on the show again, especially with such short notice uh, to, to do the podcast version. I'm really excited for this next week. Uh, it's Icon graduation, and me and my wife and my daughter and my son, who is in my wife's womb currently, are gonna come out. We're gonna see Jerry. We're gonna give him a big hug. And, Can't wait. Uh, I'm gonna give you a big hug too, man. I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you so much, dude. 
Um, I really, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, dude. I first off, for, for those who don't know, I love, dude. Like, like I can't speak enough about your brand, about the Scarlet brand, about how it's inspired me to create a story around mine. So, for those who don't know, very, very quickly, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about what Scarlet is, the the the, the imagery, the the idea behind it. If that's all right. Of course, of course. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a fun concept. Um, I've always been into post-apocalyptic horror, sci-fi type stuff, and recently I came across this term called shedding. And shedding, it's the thought of where one could put his consciousness in. Well, recently it's uh, it's another it's another body. So it's 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 the thinking about like if Einstein or some somebody that was you know one of these intellects of our or or like think about like uh, Michelangelo. Like what if he had two lifetimes to live? That would be that would be huge to get twice as much done it'd be crazy so in that vein I was thinking about, okay, so in this world, we know that the end of the world is happening and everybody's trying to figure out what they're gonna do. The character, the main character, has figured out a way to shed his consciousness into to a, like what's called a scar unit, but it's basically like a robot that will, that will be able to live in this fallout world. At the last minute, um, he's ready to put his consciousness into this big scar unit, but something happens and the, and the house collapses on it and he's got the scar light model, the, the prototype model that he's been working on and with, with no time left, he's forced to put his consciousness or shed his consciousness into this scar light model and it's interesting because scar, scarlet, my brand is spelled S-C-A-R and then L-I-T is smaller letters so it's like the scar light model but also this individual will now reawaken and be able to see this new world through scarlet eyes. And that's why I kind of have that, you know, wake up dead to a broken world. That's going to be the EP name when it, when it comes out. Because you'll be waking up, but your body will be dead, but your consciousness will still be alive. And it's kind of an interesting, it's an interesting take on it, I guess. I love that so much, man. I just want you to know, so I brought up this exact idea to both Diamond Eyes and AU5 the other day when we were doing the podcast version, just similar to what we're doing now. It literally gave all of us cold chills because it's just... <laughs> This this idea, because you, you bring up this amazing, 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 amazing idea. The music industry or or, or artistry or whatever whatever in, in electronic music is no longer tied to just a dope song. It it it's tied to as deep as you want it to go. You know, if you if you if all you want is a dope song, a cool song, a song that gives you vibes, high five, that's great. But if you want something deeper, if you want something so much more rich and 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 I, I don't i can't think of the word to explain it if you want something i don't know you said it best you immersive know, you, really yeah yeah exactly if you want an entire world to fall into you know what i mean like this is fantastic and and we as producers we as writers we as creators what better people to think of new worlds to fall into you know what i mean artists like excision i think i mean he's an amazing artist but i think he's bigger than life because when you think of him you don't think of him right you think of that big x you think of all of that crazy like it's almost like him and Datsik did this sort of thing where when you looked at their artwork it was almost like you're not subscribing to an artist just you're subscribing to almost like a graphic novel but it's like a audio audio graphic novel where it's 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 way more than just an artist and that again i think if you dig the rabbit hole just a little bit deeper i i, I think people will be more than happy to go down this is incredible so so my my question with you is this how are you now applying this entire story to your music so for i, I have a theory 
and then I want you to tell me if my theory is wrong. My theory is that you basically, you, you wrote this, this, this story, and I think you're continuing to write this story episode by episode, movie by movie, whatever term you want to use. And I think now you're basically going to, that's going to be your box of creative ideas to dig from. So if, if the scar unit in one thing has to save a different world, that's going to end the same way that its world was going to end now. Okay. Now you write a song around it. I mean, like, am I on the right track? Is that how? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think, I think what we're, what we're, what we're seeing right now is I've, I've had a few songs left over from before. So I'm, I'm releasing them as we go, but yes, very, very soon, even I'm trying to do it now too, but very soon, Yes, every piece of my artwork, every every song will be another, like you said, snapshot into this world. And that's kind of why I've designed it this way, because right now, you don't know much about what's going on at all. So I could basically just, with all the art that I've put up so far, it's basically just snapshots into the world. You don't really know too much yet. Even when you look at the logo on my SoundCloud, it's sort of covered in smoke, and you're like, what is that? It's sort of cool. I don't really know. But as we, as, as the flower opens up, you will start to become very familiar with all the inner workings of this. And just like you said, yeah, right now, since this was a quote unquote prototype model, well, it's very incomplete. So now what if one song, I don't know, this is just hypothetical. What if one song, maybe I find a voice box and I could learn how to talk now and I could be like vocoding all kinds of stuff now and I can almost give this scar unit its own voice right so it would be like almost kind of like a singer of a band but not really and what if like also the shape of this looks like a head to me right what if further in the story he was able to forge himself a body maybe he's walking around in in a year or so like who knows right like that's kind of the that's kind of the point of this story i started it out and we don't know anything more than the world has ended and now i'm going to start looking through this world in this scar unit or whatever and that's all we know so far it's very open-ended you can go anyway and, and i'm kind of open to that too I, I kind of want it to be organic i want to kind of put it out there and then see how it evolves and i do all i do all my own artwork and all my own everything so it's like it's, it's okay it's, it's it's okay to like take this organic thing because i don't think i'm tied to anything if that makes sense i could i could very easily mold this to whatever kind of is the way it's going to open up but i, I definitely have a I definitely have an idea. It's kind of like it's kind of like a, a, a what's that Larry da- David thing? It's a, a curb your enthusiasm, right? Like they have an idea what the scene's going to be about, but they don't know exactly what it's going to be about going into it. I actually have like this this idea that that we can apply to to this like you know the story basically like this new generation of bringing music to to the consumer. So a couple weeks ago when they had the Apple event, so what they're doing is now uh, obviously with with iPhones and stuff, gaming is getting more and more intense, more and more better, yada yada yada. But what they're talking about now is augmented reality games. So similar to that of what basically the world saw with Pokemon Go, you know, like when Pokemon Go came out, you know what I mean? You could, oh man, there's a, a freaking Pikachu in my yard, even though you never found a Pikachu. You know what I mean? And, and it's there, you could see it, you could see your trees and your plants, but the Pikachu was there. So basically they've gotten better at that now, where basically you can play a game. You could you can take the camera on your phone and basically turn the camera on so it's looking at your desk, but all of a sudden, you know, like let's say you're playing, I don't know, clash of clans or something like that is that is that a real I thing think it's a thing yeah yeah or like you know like it's one of those one of those types of games well basically you can see everyone playing on your desk my thinking to this is you know uh, an application that i can see especially with a brand like yours is like when you're performing live you can basically have someone 
come with and code something. So if people want, they can go augment reality where they can like basically, you know, they can look up at you and see you performing or they can go augmented reality and turn their phone on and all of a sudden see all these graphics through their Whoa, phone as well. You see sick, what I'm saying? Bro. Like you could be like looking at the screen. People look at people look at the performance mostly through the screen anyway when they're when they're videoing. And like you could see, you're right. All this extra stuff. Exactly. You know, like you, you, let's say, you know, in in one of your songs, the the scar unit is fighting some mythical creature that's like super intense and aggressive, kind of like you know the artwork that you sent the other day for Hood Rat, right? It had this 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 tiger robot looking thing. You know what I mean? What if in the song the scar unit is fighting that? So you code that so that you know people with the augmented reality function on their phone can look up and can see the scar unit and the tiger basically fighting on stage. You know what i mean it's like that'd be wicked cool exactly it's like a whole nother dimension of entertainment at that point and to me that gives me cold chills because that's freaking insane you know what i mean so with that being said i i, I had another question for you pertaining to this so something that's very common with people who uh write series especially very successful series uh that we see in television and movies and whatnot basically what they do uh, from my understanding is that they come up with the initial idea for the for the series and then what they do is they skip forward. They, they kind of project forward in time what they want the very end series to look like. And then what they do is basically fill in the gaps along the way. Yeah. So like, you know, for example, uh, let's take Harry Potter. So they, they give the idea of like this, this kid, he lived through this, this curse that he shouldn't have lived through parents die, whatever, whatever. And then you look at the very end, he overcomes everything. He loses friends along the way, so on and so forth. He, he does really well in school, whatever. I, I can't remember all the details, but basically like that's the idea. And then JK Rowling went back and filled all the things. And I actually don't know if she did that, but that's kind of the overall idea. Is that what you're doing with with your brand right now or have you thought about that no i haven't thought about how it's going to end at all no idea how it's going to end because i don't really know what the problem is yet you know what i'm saying like what's the what's the adversity yet like i'm like this is sort of chapter one we're kind of i'm for me i'm just kind of getting my feet wet i'm kind of learning the world myself kind of learning what's going on out there are there going to be robots to be fought right yet or what survived i'm sure people survived in some degree or another right the really rich people probably got underground right so we're probably going to find people eventually Another thing I was thinking of is making it to where I released the blueprints to the world. You see what I'm saying? Like right before the end. And then maybe like somebody was able to make another scar unit. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's a lot of ideas in my head about which way I want to go with this. But no, I, I definitely don't have an end in my mind right now. And to be honest, maybe that's that's more liberating for you because then you're not tied to a specific scenario at the end. It's just like you're kind of naturally letting it grow as the process goes. Does that make sense? It does. And unlike a story, I don't want this to have an end because an end puts an end on the music too, doesn't it? And an end on me, like kind of in a sense. So I don't really want to have an end to this. I want this to be something. I want this to be a world that we're living in. And, and there isn't really any, I don't think there's going to be a, a certain problem or a certain, like, it's not going to be like, you know, He-Man versus like Skeletor or whatever. You know what I mean? It's going to be like this dude or, or this now this thing who's now opened its eyes to a new world and let's learn about this world together, so to speak. And I want to be your tour guide. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's more like that, where like this scar unit will be there with you the entire time and you'll be able to relate to this world through the scar unit. And that's, that's, that's kind of, and I'm sure there's going to be adversity and stuff like that along the way, but I think it's more of just like a, a, a world that we're able to kind of, kind of lose ourselves in if we want for a while. 
I agree. No, I, I, so like quick thinking about this right now is something that I love about what you're talking about is um, taking taking a chapter out of Marvel's book, right? Something that I love about Marvel is, you know, love them or hate them, they, they, they make incredible movies. But what I loved about it is that like they had these one-off series, well, what I thought was one-off series, but then all of a sudden they tie together in the most beautiful way. When I watched Thor, I had no freaking idea that a couple movies later that him and Captain America and Iron Man were going to be in the same movie. I loved the fact that they lived in the same universe. I loved the fact that they could tie it all together like that. Now, tying that into, you know, the music thing, I think it's freaking awesome because now what you can do with yours is basically say, as you start collaborating with people, then, you know, you you tie your story in with other people. So for example, let's say I launch my brand, I, you know, I, I create my story, but then you and I collaborate. We can basically have a Marvel moment or like, Yes, both of our two things live in the same universe, but they come together at this specific time to to do this certain thing. Does that make sense? Of course it does. And you almost have to, otherwise it cheapens both brands if you don't. You know, you have to make it realistic is what I'm trying to say. You have to make it to where these two brands are meeting. Why? You know what I mean? And you can always find a cool reason why. But absolutely, give the people a story. They want to talk about that stuff. They want it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, a cool, a banger is a banger, but they want more, I think. When I, was, when I was designing my story, like, what I would do is, like, in the beginning, I literally would just write down power words. You know what I mean? And then after I had, like, 50 to whatever power words, I literally went to a wet dry board, and I wrote down all my power words, and I started linking words together. And as I developed my story, I would look at my power word board, and I'd be like, if these, if this story doesn't relate to the words on the board, then I've, I've veered off the track. You see what I'm saying? So that's 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 a pretty good way to to start doing something like this, or to keep it to keep it so coherent by having an actual word bank to work from. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay. That, okay. That totally makes sense. I, I, I like that a lot. Switching gears a little bit. I love that you're a teacher, man. As I as I mentioned, I literally just graduated from from Icon Collective, and I can count on my left hand with two fingers down how many times I missed your office hour. You, you were there almost every time. Yeah, like I like it, you, you were, I mean, no, I, I, I would tell everyone this. You were my favorite teacher. The way you explain things, and I'm sure that people have noticed that from this podcast and from the YouTube version, the way you explain things, it's like there's no room left for interpretation. I know exactly what you mean, and, and you give such good examples. Tell me about your teaching experience. I mean, how, how has it been teaching? I love, to, I, I love to teach, man. Um, I really, really do. Uh, I feel like you understand things 100 hundred percent better when you actually can explain them. Like you get it. Like if I, if I tell you something, you get it. But then if you have to then explain it to somebody else, you may need to go, you know, touch up on some things because once you have to explain it to somebody, you really have to, you have to really know it. So for me, I, okay. So we've all had teachers that like kind of bored us. Right. And I feel like it's your job as a teacher to do more than just give information. You have to captivate your well audience, you know, your, your students, you have to captivate them. You have to make them want to learn. Like, even if it's something like silly, like he's class or not silly, but things like that, like, you're like, Oh, I'm going to school to learn this anyway. I get it. But there's a classroom of students that are sitting there and I, I have to engage them for two hours. Sometimes for me, it's, it's, it's like, a perfect mix of learning and entertaining if that makes sense yeah i feel like i'm always performing (laughs) no that's fantastic and so i think it's important to know um many of your students that you've taught have went on to great success i mean one of the first one that i can think of right off the bat is uh, slander yeah i was in uh scott was in my keys class He he was a great guy i like scott a lot who else have you known from your students that have went on to have great success? Oh man, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, when you say great success, like mm. 
that 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 is a relative term. <laughs> it's really a relative term. Like sure, slander, they're killing it right now. I mean, they're probably one of the biggest DJs around. But there's like so many people that are just like just doing great work. I mean, there's more 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 people than than I can mention. Like almost every almost all the students that like I would believe in or whatever. Like there's got to be people that just come in for the hat. Like I, I say that all the time. Like a lot of kids are there are just there for the for the thirty thousand dollar hat. But there's a lot of kids that'll go on to do successful YouTube channels or their brands are growing. Like, like one of my friends, Merritt, he's, he's a happy hour. Now he went from not even having a brand to like, now he's up to almost 5,000 followers in like no time at all. I mean, that's, it's, it's crazy. Nolan is, is killing it. You know what I mean? Like there's so yes. many people that are, that are just murdering it. And slander is like, they just played main stage of like, you know, EDC. Like that's pretty much the, the pinnacle of, yeah. um, you want to do you know what i mean like they're like that's right now they're they're running it which is amazing dude it's a good program and all these cats man they're they're coming in with the right mindset you know they they're not coming in to be rock stars and do drugs like these guys are about their brand man they're about making good music they're about making good videos or just good content really is what it comes down to so I mean, there's so many students that are that are coming out of there. Like, what about Sippy from the online one? Dude, Sippy is incredible. I do. Like, so, I mean, I can, I, the more I think about it, the more the names pop into my head. Everybody is doing so well, really. I mean, it's realistic if you want it to be realistic. Does that yeah, make sense? Man. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm really glad that to have basically an insider into Icon right now. So because I, I, I've been wondering this, and I've wondered this since day one of uh, starting Icon is... You, you've seen quite a few students come and go, and I'm sure you'll see quite a few more. What has been some traits that your favorite students have had that, you know, your, your students that have, that you've really just like, okay, I can tell this person has intense potential. Dude, it's, it's, it's looking for the knowledge. Like I said, there's two types of kids, students, because students, they range from like 18 to 30, you know, or, sure. and, and, and lower and higher. But, um, but there's two types of students in my, in my opinion, there's the student that comes there that just wants to tell their friends they went to icon and that's fine whatever it's like whatever but then there's the student that comes in and you'll see them at the office hours you'll see them because it's funny like a lot of these students just like me and you have become friends and we're and we're we're doing work outside of icon right now it's like the interested students are the ones that are going to go further obviously the the ones that are meeting up on their own time not just doing their homework because that's that's schoolwork and that's got nothing to do with you you know what i mean like it does but it doesn't even like you how you set up the stuff like with the with the, with the online meetings and and even the stuff that we're doing right now and with multiplier I mean you went above and beyond I mean you will succeed you understand what I'm saying like you're one of the students that is going to go somewhere because it's more than a school for you you're using it as a platform to do what you want to do and I feel like some students it's a school and that's all they really think it is other students come in and they're like okay this is a launching pad into what I want to do does that sort of make sense yeah, dude, absolutely, and thank you, thank you so much for for saying that. No, but well, I, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, I mean, you're like I said, it's 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 clear. Like we're doing it right now. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> thank you, dude. Someone who just like he came to my mind. You know, after you said Sippy, this this guy came into my mind. It's Maxim, right? I love love Maxim. I I feel like he is, dude. The guy, I think he's went to more office hours than I have great guy always had great questions challenged yeah, me and i loved it exactly he's and so like he's 
to me, he's kind of like what you would you would see as someone that's like you're going somewhere, dude. Like, hundred percent. I, I, how could I not? Like I said, there, there's there's several of you guys that came to those office hours every time, and all that shows me is that you're interested, and that's really all I need to see. You know what I mean? Everything else I can teach you. I can't teach you to be interested. I know, dude. I I completely agree. Something. This is interesting because once you get down to the nitty gritty of the music industry, you you kind of realize that it's not rocket science. It's really not. It's it's actually kind of simple. It's just persistence. So for example, what I've noticed is that basically in order to like really make it in the music industry, you need to have at least one of three things. Hopefully you have all of these things, but you need to have at least one of these three things. Number one, you have to have really good music. Number two, you have to have some type of really good resource. Or number three, you just have to be a really cool person because you see people all the time in the music industry who are super cool people that don't have resources and don't have really good music, but they're still, they're still doing really good and vice versa with all the other three scenarios. I agree with with all those things you said. And so what I've noticed is that like actually to make it in the industry, it's not actually that hard when I was growing up and I'm sure you were the same. I thought it was, there was some kind of secret sauce that like, you know, some kind of secret, you know, strategy that only the elite really knew. But now, you know, after really seeing it and interviewing so many people and asking you questions and, and, and tapping into your resources, it's just like, it's really not that hard. You just have to have the correct information once. I agree with that 100%. Final question for you, um, because I actually just got a text from my wife and I need to get going, but this, this has been fantastic, Jerry. Thank you so much. The The last question I have for you, a question that I always ask on, on the podcast, you know, let's, I'll, I'll give you a scenario. You know, you, you go throughout your life and, and it's been a fantastic life. You've achieved your dreams. You've achieved, you've achieved your goals. You're, you're truly happy at the end of your life. Now, let's say that you're, you're, you're on, you're on your deathbed. You look over and you, you know, you, you see, let's say you see your firstborn daughter, right? You're, you're, you, you love her more than anything. And you look at her and you know that this is, this is going to be your posterity that's going to keep going on. And you want to pass on to her one piece of advice or one piece of information to really just like the best piece of advice you've learned throughout your life. What would you say to your daughter? There's people that say you got to work really hard. And then there's other people that say, you know, you got to connect with people. And that's the most important thing. And unfortunately, I spent, this is why it's interesting that you asked me that, because on my deathbed, I would be thinking that I spent my whole life, or at least most of my life, trying to get very good at something and not, not feeding the social monster at all. And my advice to my daughter would be, it's not black or white, it's gray. Does that make sense? Yeah, dude. I love love that. It's got to be because I spent 30 years trying to be hard, hard white or whatever, hard black. It doesn't matter. And it got me nowhere. And as I became more gray, I started to see much more, much more movement. And that would be my advice to anybody that wants to hear it. It can't be black or white. It has to be gray. That is fantastic. Jerry, thank you so much, man. I, I really appreciate you and your wisdom and your friendship, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Hey, Daw Nation. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Behind the Daw with Scarlet. It was super deep, so if you need to go listen to it a couple more times, I'm not mad. If you need to share it with someone and listen to it with them so that you can fully understand it, I'm not even mad again. But seriously, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Behind the Daw. Again, if you're interested in the Patreon, giving suggestions, or private lessons, there are links down in the description. And also... 
If you could like, comment, subscribe, repost, follow, you know, whatever is appropriate on the particular platform that you're listening on, it could really, really help us out. It doesn't matter if you're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Deezer, Google Play, YouTube, wherever you are, it just really helps us know that we're moving in the right direction. And finally, please check out the next episode of Behind the Daw that we have going on. It is episode 9.5. It is the In the Daw audio of Scarlett breaking down his song Hood Rat, which is the song playing right now and the song that played in the intro. It's really unique. The guy, yeah, as you learned in this podcast, the dude is super smart. That translates over to his production as well. So if you want to learn more about that, go ahead, check it out. Uh, with that being said, thank you so much, Don Nation. You have a fantastic day. We'll talk soon.